Hey guys, this is the Handlebar Podcast. We are so excited to be here with you, but before we jump into this season, we wanted to tell you that we now have an official way you can submit and ask questions. If you go to www.thehandlebarpodcast.com, that's right, on our website, you can submit questions for future seasons, future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. But for now, we are so excited to jump in. This is season three. Welcome back. Enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Handlebar Podcast. Season finale. Yeah, we're so excited. Um, we actually have a special guest yeah. with a, Hello. a question that we haven't heard yet, thought about, put in a bowl. It's just going to be put on the spot by our good friend, Marin. Don't do us dirty, Marin. <laughs> <laughs> before before Marin asks the question, I want to I want to say this that if you're part of our community, we did this last season. We ended last season, season two, with Nick. He asked a question. He asked about Damascus encounters. If you remember that one, <laughs> unforgiveness. Uh, right? Unforgiveness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Um, but if you're part of our community, then Marin needs no introduction. But if you're not, Marin is one of our dearest friends. She's family to us. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically, today we've been recording, and she has held our son for us. Mm-hmm. Remember last season, Sarah was pregnant. Well, baby's here, mm-hmm. and Marin helped us. And so we love you, Marin. Want to give you a shout out. Love you guys too. Here's the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, uh, my question is. How do you deal, and I feel like this is something, I feel like we're all going through our friend group, but how do you deal with like transition and change in your friend group when you've been so used to like, you've walked through singlehood together and now you see them married and have kids and then friends are dating now. And so, yeah, how do you deal with transition and change in something that you've cultivated and you've had like so much consistency in? um, And yeah, you lived like most of your 20s with these friends. And so... Yeah. Changing of seasons. Marin, that is such a good That's question. That's so good. Thank <sighs> you for asking that. All right, well. <sighs> yeah, yeah. All right, 15-minute timer. I'm getting it started. So how do you Ready? Feel, yeah. Set. Okay. Go. Yeah, I think uh, the qu- what I hear when I hear the question is, how do you deal with change? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be in any... Any circumstance. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. specifically friends or maybe, yeah, with follow, I think in following God too because oftentimes you follow him um, and things change. I'll say this and then maybe it will kick us off and get our brains thinking. Um, I, uh, a mentor of mine, I recently heard him say this, but he said uh, he was reading a book and he quoted a book to me um, and I wrote it in my Bible actually because it really stuck out to me. He said this, he said, growth equals change. Change equals loss. Loss equals pain. Therefore, growth equals pain. Mm. Mm. And he was, you know, talking about a number of things. But, you know, we love growth, but we don't love pain. And he was just talking about how, you know, growth equals change. When things grow, things change. When things change, there's normally loss associated with it. And when loss comes, there's pain. And, um he gave the analogy of his of his kids, which I can relate to because it so stuck out to me. And with Sarah Beth and I, um, you know, with Rosie, I'll talk about Rosie, just even having a two-year-old. Well, a two-year-old means she's learning to talk and run. Mm-hmm. She's no longer crawling. She's she. Here's a perfect example. Uh, because she's maturing, she has stopped calling me Dada and Rosie Mama. And it's now Dad and Mom. You said Rosie Mama, Sarah Beth Mama. <laughs> 
<laughs> she stopped calling Rosie Mama. Oh, she called. She, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. She <laughs> stopped okay, calling Sarah Beth yeah, Mama, yeah, yeah. She, and she started calling her mom. She stopped calling me Dad. Right. Started calling me Dad. It's mom and Dad. Uh, it's heartbreaking. Uh, but, and, and why? Because she's growing. But because she's growing, there's things that she's growing out of that are painful mm-hmm. as a parent. And then it's also painful when you and I are trying to talk at dinner, and she says, "No talking right now." Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does say that. The point I'm trying to make, though, is that as seasons change, it can be hard. Yes. And so hopefully that can segue us into to talking about this. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the term I heard a lot uh, called growing pains. Mm-hmm. And it's true. I, I mean, it's it's hard to, like, change is hard because you get you get comfortable and you get settled um but also like sometimes you don't realize that like you're being stunted or you know growing stagnant in areas and so I mean when I think about nature and the four seasons like they they're necessary for life and every season brings something beautiful Yes. But in every season also, um, you don't get certain, you don't get things without the other seasons, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, without winter, I don't get the beautiful flowers of spring, you know, but yet something had to die for that other, for that beauty to come, for that beauty to come. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, like. I honestly think like Marin's question just like put me in my heart to where my head is still trying to catch up to yeah. change and and how I respond and change because I I would venture to say no one handles change perfect because mm-hmm. new is always new. Yes. Yeah. You, like and you new is sometimes hard. And new is hard because you're not like you're not always good at new things. You don't have a rhythm in new. Right. You're actually breaking out of a rhythm, which is very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I, I think it's important to say too, the the feeling that I got once I started to process that question, which was great, was that grief is actually normal. Mm. And I think for me, in seasons of transition, I have thought, what's wrong with me? So, like, even when good things happen. You, you're thinking, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm I'm thinking about the past. I'm like, like get over it. Like, move it. Like, this is a new season. It's good. Um, but I found myself, even when good things were happening, favor was coming, I was grieving the season before. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I think it's especially hard when you're walking into a season where things may have changed and it's not in a way that you can see that it's good. It could be a rough moment. It could be a mentally tough moment. Um, and but the grief of l- losing something will always be there, right? Um, and mm-hmm. I think a huge, huge, huge thing is how you process that grief or that like sorrow. And immediately where I went was a a teaching that I learned um, in ministry school from from one of our leaders that talks about John fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen when Jesus leaves the disciples and lets them know like out of nowhere, 
Like they're thinking all this stuff, right? They have all this expectation for what life will look like. And suddenly he's like, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to be with the father. And, um, he put it, he put it so well because he said, ultimately in these moments, our souls ask the same two questions. And I've really, they've really been handlebars for me in these moments of grieving the two questions are where is God and what is he like? Yes. Because those things Mm -hmm. come into question. If you've lost someone or something, you'll think, did God, does God want to take that away from me? Or like these things will come into question and God wants to answer those questions. Mm. Um, And I think the biggest trap we can fall into is trying to do this on our own. Um, But, but those God is not scared of you asking those questions. Yes. Um, Mm-hmm. That's so good. I think change, changing of seasons, transition keeps us constantly relying on the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because we can get good. so comfortable in our friend groups or or whatever it looks so comfortable in, in a yes. certain season or, or like a job, you know, like, I mean, I'm sure there's like that one person out there that's had the, the same job their whole life, but normally you want to grow and change and like get a new job. But is it painful when that happens? Yes. I'm also thinking of growing pains are an actual physical thing sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't know a lot about them, but I know that like yeah. kids' legs can hurt like yeah, when they're grow growing. It's fast. like how literal we growing pains. Yeah. It's how we're designed. It's natural. And it can, it is painful. Like it's, it's painful in a way for me to watch my little baby girl grow up and run around and lose her chunky thighs. And I mean, it, it is, it's like change is painful, but it keeps me constantly relying on the Lord and looking to eternity. I think, yes. you know, like looking to the fact that this isn't our home. Like maybe a friend moves away. Our really good friend moved away like a year ago, literally this time a year ago, we were moving her and yeah. it, is so hard and but it's become even sweeter because I'm seeing her follow the Lord's calling on her life we all are and it's the most beautiful thing and yes it's been painful but it's good and it's a natural thing and it keeps me looking to eternity when we're going to spend forever together wow. talking about the faithfulness of God you yes. know and so I think it just keeps us reliant on on the Lord on the Holy Spirit yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's good I think something too is like change um you know, change is only hard when there's history. Wow. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think being able to and to to talk about it, to discuss, like, with friends. With I mean, we all cried so hard when we moved our friend. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone like, thought we were someone had died shop. at yeah, the coffee shop. Yeah. But it was like, man, we were grieving a season of, of you know, it 10 really years in, in the mm-hmm. same city. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so... I, I think too it's like change is change is only hard when there's real love That's and so care yeah. there or or something like a significant piece of history mm-hmm. yeah. involved in knowing I love how you said it, Rafi, that grief is just natural mm-hmm. and it's not something that we have to run from, but we often would rather run from yeah. because it's just no one likes that feeling. It's probably one of the hardest that of the emotions that exist, you yeah. know? Um, but something that I love is even in Marin bringing this question mm-hmm. is really vulnerable because we've all been friends for so long. Mm. Yeah. And we are experiencing change. And so I think even her asking this question is a great way to respond to it where it's like, is anyone else struggling with all the change yes. that we've experienced? Like, do you yeah. guys miss so-and-so? Totally. Cause I do. And yeah. 
learning to. Do you to, feel the pain? Do you yeah. Feel the, like, yeah. or is everyone just moving on because I'm not, you know? Yeah. And knowing that it's okay to raise your hand and be like, hey, it seems like everyone's happy. And I'm not trying to be a bummer. You know, all those disclaimers we give. But it's actually so safe and beautiful to raise your raise your white flag yes. and be like, I'm sad. Yes. And and us actually being able to be like, you know what? I haven't actually allowed myself to feel and it. And then you start and crying. And now let's yeah. feel it together. It's and, so true. And it just makes it a more beautiful time of yeah. connection and intimacy to grow mm-hmm. together. You know? It also, you know, we're talking about having the response of like, oh, this is hard. I'm sad. Here's change. But there can also be the emotions that come up that are, you, mm-hmm. you know, maybe anger or right. I'm thinking of, you know, there's different mm-hmm. types of change. There's a type of change where we move our friend across the nation and there's the other type of change like when you're finishing school and these friends you've been running with for three, four years doing school now are starting to get jobs or grow in success and you can mm-hmm. look at your friend who wasn't successful you were just friends, but now you have this friend that's a super successful friend, and now you're like, why am I so angry every time we talk about that? For, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And comparison starts to come up or mm-hmm. different feelings, but it's all around the same topic, I think, and it's the changing of a season. Mm-hmm. And I think learning to celebrate each other, yes. learning to walk with each other, and learning, man, my my uh, relationship to you is built on a connection, it's about connection. It's about, and, and I want to protect that connection. I want to protect. We can protect that connection whether we're in the same city or we move our friend halfway across the nation. Yeah, right. You know, and I think that helps cut through some of the weird feelings that can come mm-hmm. and remind us, oh, we're, we're friends. We have a relationship and a connection and that's what unifies us. That's what, you know, and mm-hmm. and I think that will lead you into having some of those hard conversations and things like that or, hey, how are you? Checking up. Like, can we just have a... A real moment where we, you know, talk about this for a second or yes. yeah. I think yeah. it's also important to touch on that it's okay to embrace the new. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a relationship or a new job or a new city that you're moving to, it's okay to grieve the old and embrace the new yeah. and jump into the new. And the scripture that came to mind, um, it's in Isaiah and it says, uh, let me find the exact passage. Well, I can't find the exact passage, but it says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So I think it's like God is always doing a new thing. You know, he's always, something new is always springing forth. Um, fruit is uh, like, we're always bearing fruit in in walking with the Lord. And so I think it's good to grieve the old, like we've been talking about, but embrace the new. Mm-hmm. And even if it's hard to have a conversation with your friends about what something you're excited about, you know, that's new, to have those conversations and then for us to learn to celebrate each other, yep. like you yes. were saying. So embrace yes. the new, celebrate each other, and find out how you can be in the new thing with that person. Like I know for us with our friend moving away, we're like, hey, how can we be in this with you, even though we don't live in the same city? And so we invited her and some of her friends to come lead worship at one of our services here in Dallas. And and that really moved her heart because she's like, it, it felt like you really embraced where I was at, even though it's painful for you and you were excited with me and you yeah. you put yourself in my shoes. And, and so embrace the new and be in the new thing, you know, with your friends or family. Yeah. Or even, it is. even if you're like in between. Yeah, I think I think it's okay to like be unsure, but to go in faith. Yeah, into totally. the new thing. And one one thing that I thought about while you were talking is um, sometimes you do know 
when it's time to change or there is a change coming. Sometimes mm -hmm. you don't know. Sometimes it catches you completely off guard. But sometimes you know or even will linger, try to linger in a last a past season and try to do the new one and I've the old totally one at the same time. I yeah. I feel like it's I've so done that real. even this year. Um <laughs> but what an example of like like that doesn't go well. And I'm thinking of a plant uh or or even like if you try to wear like jeans that don't fit you anymore, you're a kid, you're trying to wear the same jeans. If you change at the right time, maybe they're a little tight at first and then you put new ones on and then it fits you <laughs> right. But if you try to keep wearing those jeans, they are going to bust open at mm -hmm. some point and it's not going to be pretty. Mm -hmm. And that is a reality of when we try to live in an old season, it can it can go bad really quick. Mm. Um, and And so there is there's also importance in being sensitive to when it's time to change yeah. or uh, leaning into that new season. And one other thing I thought about is there's there's these kinds of changes and transitions we're talking about. Another thing that I was thinking is like really hurtful things like betrayal or like someone really hurting you. Like I, I realized that some of what we're talking about could be bringing up memories like that for some people. Mm. And this passage came to my mind um, with, mm. which is how Jesus handled this. Um, it says, uh, for this you have been called, for to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he didn't revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to the one who judges justly. Mm. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, we've been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but you've returned to the shepherd and the overseer of your souls. And, and what I want to remind you is you have an example and you have a shepherd in these moments, you're not alone. Yes. There's actually someone who goes before mm -hmm. you that that you can trust your soul, your feelings, your heart with. And I think Sarah Beth said something really powerful about getting an eternal perspective on what's happening. Yes. I think in this passage, when, when it says he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly, to me, it's the same thing. It's getting a perspective that comes from heaven. Mm -hmm. It will change everything for you yes. um, and it puts your heart in eternity which is the right like the right view of yes, what's happening that's so yeah. good i don't know if this was on purpose but we have a little tv screen here and it says i'm not my season i saw that i thought how profound i'm Whoa. not my season so it's like we go through different seasons we go through change but that doesn't define no. who you are we're wow. always tethered to the Lord, mm -hmm. children yes. of God, and he's with us in the new, you know? He's, yes. he's our shepherd. He's the overseer of yeah. our hearts. Mm -hmm. I want to say yeah. as we jump into handlebars, just to what you're saying, Sir Beth, that um, I have learned too that a lot of times we can make decisions. I guess this can lead me into my handlebar, but that we can make decisions based on our seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen a lot of people, they go through something or they're in a certain season, so they make a decision that was not a good decision. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that you're not defined by your season. 
Um, you just said I'm not my season, but that your season doesn't define you right. and that your season is just a season. Whatever season you find yourself yes. in, you know, that's such a Christian, no, Christianese it's, term it's so of yeah. refreshing to hear, I think, for people who are like, am I going to be stuck here forever? Yeah, but your season is just a season. And whatever you're walking through right now, you're not going to be walking through forever. Whatever shift is happening in this question asked from a shift in a friend group, whatever's happening in your friend group or whatever you're walking through, your season's just a season. And in five years, you'll say it'll be two sentences. It'll be... You know, a while ago, I like for a, for a season, I struggled with this, but then the Lord <laughs> yeah. did that. It's, it. it feels like everything right now, but soon it'll just be a few yeah. sentences. Wow, that's really So good. I think my handlebar for dealing with this question, how do you deal with change, um, is I think you, you remember that you are called to abide in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then do that. You know, don't just remember, but do it. Abide in him. What does that mean? What do you mean abide in him? Okay, well, um, go to prayer with this. Go to prayer with your feelings. Take all that you're feeling and take it to the Lord. And and remember, if what Rafi said is true, which let me tell you it is, that he is your he is the overseer to your soul. Then when you come to him with your feelings, when you come to him with all you're wrestling with because of the season you're currently in, he will have something to say. He yes. will have direction to give. He will have wisdom for you. Think of James, anyone who lacks wisdom, let him ask. Um, and I think the Lord loves to give wisdom, direction. He loves to lead you with his voice in times that are hard, in times of change. And so that's my handlebar for you is abide in him and take all that you're feeling to prayer. And then part two of that is pray with your pray with those that, that you're going through transition with. If you're going through transition with someone, pray with them. Ask them to pray with you. Open up um, mm-hmm. and do it together. That's, that's good. really good. That's mine. Yeah. All good. Um, I just wrote some things down about processing change. I just put as some handlebars. Um, don't deny that it's happening. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I a way that I can do that is I'll write out like good things about the change and hard things about the change, and it it helps me become present in what's happening so that I can continue to enjoy the moment. Um, rather than get overwhelmed and, you know, you just kind of get lost in your mind and Mm -hmm. you kind of become a zombie in moments that are hard. But actually, like, embracing and enjoying every moment of it when you are able to, like, not deny that it's happening, good or bad. That's good. Good or bad change. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that could be helpful for some of you. Yeah. Mm. My handlebar would be... (laughs) Um, embrace the new. And what I mean by that is if you're the person going through change, find out ways you can embrace the new and bring your friends, your relationships into that. And if you're a person who um, your friend is the one experiencing change or someone close to you is the one experiencing change, find out a way that you can jump into the new with them Mm -hmm. and celebrate them and be in their new season, however you can be, however they want you to be with them. Instead of, I think a lot of times with change, we can shut our hearts off and kind of be like, well, bye, never going to be friends with you again. And that's such a loss, you know? Mm -hmm. And so figure out a way to be in it with them. Embrace the new. That's so good. I want to circle back to these two questions. Um, I would say, I would say ask these two questions if they're, because I think it's how our hearts respond in these moments and so leaning into them um, is a doorway to finding God even in a season of grieving and transition. Mm. And the two questions are, where is God and what is he like? And they're answered in 
in John 14 through 17. So I would encourage you also to read that. If you're in a season of transition, read that passage and keep those questions in mind as you read them. Yeah. It's where you see Jesus say, I am the vine. Yes. I am the way. Mm-hmm. I am the truth. I'm the life. He reveals what is God like? I'm the way. Mm-hmm. I'm the, you know. And it's where he tells the disciples, don't let your hearts be troubled because yes. there's all this change about to come. Yes. So it's just yeah. a beautiful narrative of what change could look like. There's so much yeah. clarity when things die. I'm, I'm being reminded of, I forget who was talking about it, but they were saying in the summer, the leaves on the trees are all like full and you can't see that far. It feels nice. It looks beautiful, but it's just like you're not as aware. And then all the leaves die and the trees are bare, but you can see so clearly and so far. Mm. And so there's also a moment in transition where your heart is really malleable because you become aware uh, of so many more things and you have this clarity. And so um, it's important not to skip mm-hmm. over that season because so much can happen yeah. in those moments. Yeah. yeah, I remember hearing that from the Helsers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have one of their Cultivate books. It's called The Clarity Winter Brings. Yes. And they talk about change. It, oh, it's wow. really Man. beautiful. Their so. stuff about processing. I love the handlebars. Yeah, extra yeah. handlebar. Bonus handlebar. Yes. The Cultivate uh, magazines from the Helsers and yes. Gage's Birds. Yeah. Incredible I want to give you another book, too, while we're talking about magazines and books. Uh, it's called Anonymous by Alicia. I believe her last name is Choli, but it's C H O L E. Alicia C H O L E. Like Chloe or like, something. Yeah, maybe? like it's like more like Choli. That's confusing. Erase what I said. <laughs> Anyways, the book is called <laughs> Anonymous, and it's about it's about uh, Jesus's hidden season. Um, mm. You know, we only we only, the Bible only shows us three years of his uh, thirty three. Um, and so that's 10% of his life. And so what was the other 90% of his life? And it talks about hidden seasons. And so mm. uh, it's just specific to seasons, language of seasons. So a book I wanted to give you, and that is season three. Wow. Wow. We did it. We have now done 20, what, 24 episodes together. That's crazy. Okay, that's nuts. Starting wow. around the kitchen table. I love you guys. So, we're still around the table. I love you guys. You're we're amazing. still around the table. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say to those of you that are listening, um, our hopes is to do a season four or five, uh, many seasons to come. Um, we love you. Thank you for listening and being on this journey with us. For any information or update, you can check out our website. So, oh, thehandlebarpodcast.com. So, you boozy now. Yeah. <laughs> any final thoughts as we go? No. It's good. Good. You're trying to watch the Cowboys, huh? Good, good. Let's go watch the Cowboys. <laughs> hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If this has been encouraging to you or if it's built your faith, we'd love to hear from you. Or if you have a question you would like to submit for future seasons, you can do that at our website, www.thehandlebarpodcast.com. We would love to see your questions. Also, if you would like to support the podcast, if you'd like to support future seasons, you can do that on our website. We're so glad you're a listener that you've listened to this episode. We love you. Like, subscribe, share. We'll see you next time.